Hello, and welcome to the In the Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Pope. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome once again. This is your boy, Trevor Pope. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Listen, I pray that you guys are having a great week so far. I pray that your weekend will be just as awesome as well. Listen, before I get into what I want to talk about, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. And after you click that subscribe button, do not forget to click the bell. Also, it will notify you every time we upload a video. If this video is encouraging to you and you feel like it may be encouraging to somebody else, first of all, like the video if you can. And if possible, share it with somebody else. Take the time out to share with somebody else if you think it will encourage them as well. When it comes to the word of God, we want to constantly share with people as much as possible, especially if it's something that is going to encourage them and strengthen their faith in the Lord. Now, getting to the topic at hand, I know many of you saw the title and the title says, God gave me a word for you. Now, some of you may have clicked on this video because you follow the podcast every week and you're just tuning in like normal or you know you follow us on eat up Mondays but some of you may have clicked on it because you saw that phrase God gave me a word for you and a lot of times for many people when they see that phrase they identify that with a prophetic word But what I am here to tell you is that God does have a word for you on today, but it may not be in the way that you thought it was going to be. You may have clicked on this video looking for that prophetic word. You guys know what I'm talking about when a preacher may call somebody out in the crowd and say, you stand up and God told me this and he said that. Some of you may have clicked on it because that's what that phrase reminds you of. But really, God does have a word for you, but it's not going to be in the way that you thought it was going to be. And I want to encourage you, don't click off sit down, hang out for a while. What I'm getting ready to say to you may encourage you even the more. And I wanted to talk about this because it has been super heavy on my heart. If you are somebody that followed the podcast, that followed the Eat Up Mondays, we've been talking a lot about really being careful who we are listening to. And recently, I heard some brothers having a conversation on the same thing that I've been talking to you guys about recently, about really being careful with all of these different preachers and prophets and all these people that's calling themselves whatever they're calling themselves, you know, like really being careful, taking them at their word when they stand up and say things like, well, God said or God told me and whatever have you. I saw some brothers having a real beautiful conversation about this. And a lot of it stemmed from what we saw prior to the election, leading up to the election, whether it was in the last six months, whether it was in the last year, last two years. And I talked to you guys about it. And that's why it was so much confirmation for me, because remember 
about a month or so ago, I talked to you guys about those that had prophesied or guaranteed who would be president and what would happen in this election, that if those things didn't happen, we needed to hold these people accountable. And and it's, and it's just not about the election. This That type of stuff has been going on for years. I've been in church a long time now, and I've seen it over and over again where people call people out, they stand them up, they give them this prophetic word, it never comes to pass, and yet we still allow this same individual or individuals to keep prophesying various things to us. And that's something that we have to stop. And I want to read some scriptures to you. And I pray that they will encourage you. And I pray that the next time somebody says that I have a word for you, or God says that you will stop and, and, and really acknowledge God. Like the scripture says, lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge me in all thy ways that we would acknowledge God and say, God, listen, show me what this word is about. Don't allow me to uh, accept this according to my desires or the things that I want, because a lot of times that's what a lot of these people do. They prophesy to you about things that you may have been waiting for, or things you may have wanted, because most of the time they know what most people want money, you know, material things. So a lot of times it's just easy to prophesy those type of things to you. And if you're not careful because that's something that you're waiting on or that's very passionate to you or that you're desiring like crazy, you may not discern that this individual is just making things up. And a lot of times they're making it up to take advantage of you to make sure that their desires come to pass. But I wanted to read a couple of scriptures to you guys. Not going to hold you long on this podcast today, but Jeremiah chapter 23 and I want to start at that 24 verse. Listen to what it says. It says, can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? So the Lord says, listen, is there anybody that can hide from me anywhere? Of course not. Do not I fill heaven and earth, saith the Lord? I have heard what the prophets said, that prophesy lies in my name, saying I have dreamed I have dreamed. And I want to stop right there for a second because a lot of times people are drawn in when people start talking about dreams that they've had or visions that they've envisioned, you know, or, you know, basically what God has showed them. And it's funny because these brothers was talking a little bit about that. And the reason why I said it was just more confirmation, not only on what I've been talking to you guys about already, but a friend of mine, we were having a conversation about a video. He sent me about a young man that told of a dream he had and some things that God had showed him. And I had said to my friend, I said, listen, I saw that video, but I was kind of like, you know, I wasn't really sure about it. And he was asking, did I think it was true or or did I think he was basically or did I think he was lying so to speak and I was saying to him it's not so much about the person lying because the dream may have been absolutely true it's not that what he's saying he dreamed he might not have dreamed he may have absolutely dreamed every single word of what he said he saw but I think the question is and the question that we have to ask ourselves when people say they had these dreams and visions is are the dreams that they've had or the visions that they saw, are they actual things to come? And I think that's 
what we have to be careful of because a lot of times they will come and say, and there's many people out there, and it's it's not nothing against this young man because he seemed very passionate about what he saw. You know, he seemed to be very, you know, scared. And, you know, what, what he talked about and what he told that he saw in the dream, as I read through the comments, it seemed to have shook the people up to want to get closer to the Lord. So, you know, it's no indictment to, to him or, or nothing against him or me saying that what he dreamed wasn't real because it could it, it could have been 100 percent real. But the problem with when people say that they've dreamed these dreams or saw these visions, the, the question is that we have to get from the Lord or the answers that we have to get from the Lord is, Lord, is this something that is to come? You know, is this an actual prophecy that is going to happen? And a lot of times people are drawn in when you start telling them you had a dream or God gave me a vision about you, man, it's like, it's, it's like they just totally just let their guard down and you basically can just tell them whatever it is you want to tell them. And we are living in a time where we have to be strong and have to be careful because the closer we get to the end, the more deceptive the devil is going to be. You know, just think about it. When you corner somebody, when you corner an animal, a person or whatever, you know, when they're cornered, the, the closer you get, you know, into them or the, or the closer you get to them and, and the smaller that corner gets, the, des the more desperate they get. And that's just how the enemy is going to be. The closer that the end time comes for him, the closer to the end of his reign, how many know he's going to get more desperate and, and more erratic and he's going to be using many of false prophets, false teachers to deceive people. And I talked about this last Thursday. It's just something about when somebody is giving us a word that's standing in the pulpit or they got a nice suit on or they got a nice dress on or they're in a service where there was announcements and there was a choir singing in the beginning. Those things that we, you know, equate with church, those things that, you know, when we see them, we like, oh, this must be church. Not realizing that, listen, some of these guys, they do not have our best interests at heart. And just like these scriptures are saying, some of these guys are saying things that God did not tell them. And I wanted to encourage you guys, begin to strengthen yourself by reading the word. But let me read on. I don't want to get ahead of myself. It says in verse 26, how long, this is the Lord talking again, how long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart. A lot of these people, they're just deceived in their own heart, which think to cause my people. Listen to what God says, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. And a lot of times these individuals dreams sometimes can get people off track to the point where they no longer are focusing on the word, but they're more focused on this person's dream than they are the word. Because sometimes you can go into the word and the word will contradict that dream. But if you are just so caught up in the dream that you've been told and it's like, listen, just take me at my dream and at my word, you don't even have to really pay attention to the scriptures like that before you know it you no longer really just listening to the word or, or going to see what the word says about the end times or about what's going to happen in your life or what, what God may do through suffering or, you know, it's, it's like, 
No, I'm just going to listen to you because it's just a lot easier to have somebody just come and tell us something and just receive that than to just really sit at the feet of the Lord and hear his word and hear what he has to say and go through that process of waiting to hear from God. Because sometimes God takes a while to speak. He doesn't always speak right away. So when these people come and they're giving a word right away, something that you've been waiting on, it's just easier to gravitate to that. But listen to what the scripture goes on to say. It says the prophet that have a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord? Woo, it's, 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 it's all about that word. We not here to knock down dreams, prophecies. And let me be clear about this, because what I see happen is when we have these type of conversations in the body of Christ, when you start to talk about fake prophets or fake prophecies, people will act like you're against prophecy. I am absolutely not against prophecy. But what I do see is a lot of people are more prone to listen to prophecy than they are the word of God. If somebody came just speaking the raw word, breaking down the raw word, most people don't want to hear that. But if somebody is prophesying, listen, Come on, let's come on, guys. Let's be real. Let's talk. Come on. I, I, I'm, I'm going to slow down a little bit. Let's come on, guys. Let's talk. Let's be real. Any of you guys that have ever attended a church where a preacher gets up or he's already up preaching, and he gets to the end of the service and he starts prophesying. Let's let's be honest. How long does that line get? At first, it wasn't hardly nobody in the line, but after a couple people get a word from God or God told me to tell you the line gets super long. Why? Because most people want to hear that quick word. And we're not saying that everybody that stands up and gives some type of prophecy is lying. But a lot of times these individuals are prophesying out of their own heart because guess what? And maybe to them, they maybe they may be coming from a good place, but that does not matter to God. If God didn't tell it to you, you will be held accountable. It don't matter what kind of place you're coming from, because guess what? They may look out and see that the people are hurting and they need a word. They need something to encourage them. So let me just give them some type of good news. And God said, listen, that's not your job. That's not what I called you here to do. I just called you to... I just called you here to say what I told you to say, not what you felt in your heart, not because you feel bad for this individual. Maybe they've been waiting on the car. So you want to prophesy something? Listen, they ain't getting no car for, for the next three years. But here you are. Tell, like, listen, we've all been there. And this is the, this is the scary part, guys. I've been in I've been in, in, in the same church, like I said, 19 years, been been going to church you know, pretty much the whole time to, to various churches, even when I was, you know, in the streets running, I would go to church once in a while with my mom. Listen, like, when do we really stop and say to ourselves, all of these prophetic words that we've been given, all these sermons that talk about wealth and having this and having that and 20 years have passed and many of us have not seen it happen the way that somebody said it would happen. We don't, we don't, these individuals don't ever talk about hard work and what it takes to build, you know, uh, you know, build wealth. And it's just like, just give God this and he's going to, and listen, we don't, we don't see it come to pass. It's very rare to see 
And this is even if you see it at all, like God just out of nowhere, gives somebody in the congregation millions of dollars just just because like that's just stuff that we don't really see. But if we leave it up to these individuals that are prophesying to us, this is what they're telling us is going to happen. And yet year after year, we don't see these things happen. We still don't hold them accountable. We're still waiting on these things because we're allowing them to tell us delayed, but not denied. And it's like, listen, I'm hit. Listen, guys, I'm not telling you something that you are waiting on that God is not going to do it for you. But there comes a point where you have to really go before God and say, listen, God, is this something that you want for my life? Or is this something that's going to happen? Or Am I doing all of the things that I'm supposed to be doing to even get to this position? Because a lot of times you have these people prophesying and saying all these things. They don't never talk about hard work. They don't never talk about sacrifice. They basically make you think you can do whatever you want. As long as you give in to God, the windows of heaven are going to open. They, they misuse scriptures. They, they take scriptures out of context and the same people that they're saying these things to a broke because they may not understand saving. They may not understand sacrifice. It's like, it's, it's sad and it's super unfortunate, but it, but God says to us a lot of times, and we, we seen it in Peter. He says, a lot of times these individuals are taking advantage of you because of your desires, because of all of these things that you want. Sometimes you're not thinking and seeing with a clear head. So when they come up and say, just give me a thousand dollars and God is going to do a thousand fold for you, uh, down the road, we're just willing to give it. And then what happens is was, what was, was so sad is that maybe a hundred of us gave by faith, believing God, and it happens for one person and it may not have happened because they gave the seed. It just might've been the door that God was going to open. They stand this one individual up and say, see y'all, I told you that God." And it's like, no, no, no. We, we have to stop allowing people to do this to us. We have to mature in the word of God. God is not against money. God is not against you having money or having stuff. But listen, like I said to the church, uh, a long time ago, one time I was preaching and, and it may have hurt some hearts because they might have been used to hearing, uh, you know, uh, you know, different things from different people. But it's like, listen, uh, hey, let's just be honest. Everybody not going to be rich. Everybody is not meant to be rich for, for many various reasons. But a lot of times we let these individuals just keep telling us these things over and over and over. We don't see the results. We let them stay in the pulpit. We let them constantly use us to build up these extravagant lifestyles and yet we're still here you know and nothing is changing for us and a lot of times it's because the what they're telling us that God is going to do or what he said he did not say if they would just give us the natural principles of the scriptures listen we'll be doing okay whether that's having a lot or having a little we'll we, even having a little we'll learn to be content in that and if God has other doors to open for us then we, we're fine with that we'll wait on that and, and and allow God to do that but because these individuals have our minds focused on things that God did not say when we don't see these things after a while we don't hold them accountable we don't say anything about them what do we do we blame God and we walk away from God. We say, oh, God said he was going to do this and he didn't do it. And a lot of times God didn't say it at all. But let's keep reading. It says, I'm going to read that, that, that verse again, 28. The prophet that have a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that have my word, let him speak my word faithfully. 
What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? Listen, the word is all we need. Somebody just sitting down, breaking down the word is really all we need. That's what's going to get us home. That's what's going to get us strong. That's what's going to get us satisfied in the Lord. Listen, preaching the word plainly, you know, a lot of times people don't want that. You know, people, they love to gravitate to things that seem a little spooky or you hear people say, oh, when they said that, I got goosebumps. I've heard people say that in church. Oh, that gave me goosebumps. And it's like we just love things to be spooky. Like if if it's just plain and just, you know, where God is just breaking it down plainly to us, it's like we don't want that. It's just like what Paul was saying in the scriptures when he was talking about speaking in tongues. And we've seen this. We've been to services where people just constantly speak in tongues, speak in tongues, speak in tongues. There's nobody there to interpret. We don't know what they're talking about, but yet we're falling out. We're screaming. We swear that God is moving like crazy. But when we look in the scriptures, Paul says, listen, I would rather somebody speak five plain words that I can understand that I can apply to my life then for them to just be speaking in tongues. And I don't know what they're talking about. That's the same way that we see when it comes to these prophetic words, or it comes to these, these, these people that we gravitate to that, that sound super deep and they got all these sayings and they're telling us what God is going to do. It's like, listen, we'll shun the plain teaching will sh- if somebody just get up and say, listen, we're just going to have a nice teaching. Talk about the word. We'll shun that low views. We won't hardly watch that. But if somebody says something like I said for the title of this video, God gave me a word for you. And let's say that when you hopped on. I just started giving all these words and prophetic this. And God said, this is going to happen 14 days from now. This and it, man, man, it'll blow up the, the video. It'll be moving a hundred miles a minute. But if you watch the videos, just go through YouTube and watch the videos where people just talked about the word, no entertainment, no shucking and jiving going on. People really watch it. And it's sad that we have become immature to the point of where we have to be entertained in order to hear God's word. But a lot of times when you speak the raw word, people don't tend to tune in, you know, but if you're prophesying and you're giving prophetic words and you, you're saying stuff like, listen, there's somebody out there. You got a broken leg and got like, we love that stuff. And it's so sad because a lot of times it has nothing guys, nothing to do with God. And this thing is so heavy on my heart that I'm going to continue to encourage you guys be careful of who you are listening to. Talk to the Lord, say, Lord, help me to want your word more. Help me to want your word without all the entertainment. Help me to want your word without having to always have somebody make me laugh or entertain me. You know, a lot of times I tell people, man, I know exactly how to take the channel to a massive level. All I got to do is start entertaining and doing all these extra things and people would love it and they would tune in more, but that's something. And I'm not against having a good time. I'm not against humor. I'm not against entertainment. I mean, I told you guys before, I would love to do some short films that just deal with some of the topics that we go through in life that the word address. But my thing is, I shouldn't have to do that or we as preachers shouldn't have to do that in order for you to listen to the word of God. If you love the Lord, like you say you love the Lord, the word in itself should should grab it. 
If you love the Lord, like you say you love the Lord, you should gravitate to the word itself. The word just being spoken plainly and broken down plainly. It's just like in church. I've rarely ever seen somebody jump up and start dancing while somebody is just reading raw scripture compared to when the music is going. When the music is going, tons of people jumping up, they running, they doing all that. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with dancing and giving the Lord praise. But it's very rare that the raw word is being read just plainly and somebody jump up and just start praising God. It's very rare. I'm not saying it hasn't never happened, but it is very rare. Why? Because we love to be entertained. We love for somebody to have to motivate us and, 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 and push us and say things that God didn't say, listen, I don't want, I don't want to get excited about something God didn't say. I want to be excited about what the word says. And I want hopefully for the person that is giving me the word or that is prophesying is really prophesying according to the Lord and that it lines up with scripture or it lines up with something that God has already shown me. But let me read these last couple of verses to you and I'm gonna let you guys go. It says, therefore, verse Verse 30, this is Jeremiah 23 and 30. It says, therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, everyone from his neighbor. Behold, and, and we know, man, we're not going to really even get into that, but we we know how one say it, the other say it, we, we know how that goes. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say he saith. How many times have we heard people say God said, and when they say that, what they a lot of times, and I'm not saying that everybody that has ever said God said is not telling the truth, but a lot of times when people say to you, God told me, or God said, that is telling you, don't you question it. You don't have a right to question it, but I am here to tell you, yes, you do. You have a right to compare that to the word. You have a right to pray about that. Talk to the Lord about it. Acknowledge him and what you just heard, because a lot of times when they say God said, they are basically telling you. You, you don't have a right to question it. And the devil is a liar because we've seen many people that have tuned into the God said or believed the God said lose their lives spiritually and some naturally. We see what happened with Jim Jones, and I'm not going to jump on that, but if you never heard of Jim Jones, the preacher, go watch one of those documentaries and see how 900 and something people lost their lives because they followed this individual that signs were there. There were signs there that something wasn't right, but because they probably got caught up in him and just pretty much forgot got about the reason why they were going to church and why they were there. And that was for the word. They were led to their deaths. This is not a game. And when we see something like Jim Jones, because that's, that's very extreme. We like, Oh, you know, I, I ain't gonna never let that happen to me, but you would be surprised that even though you are alive and breathing, a lot of words that you took in and received as truth could be affecting your life right now. You could be dead right now, walking around, missing out on what God has for you or what you should be doing because you received a God told me or God said when God didn't tell them anything. But 31 says, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord that used it. Now, listen to what God's saying. 
because I, I want to be clear before somebody comment on this video and say, oh, you know, God didn't say he's against the prophets. Listen what he said. He didn't say he was against the, the, all prophets. He says, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say he saith. Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams. So he's saying, listen, I'm not against prophets or prophecy. Prophets and prophecy is still alive today. But he said, those that are prophesying false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies. Guess what? When people are giving you false information, they are giving you false direction. How many know you're going to error? You're going to find yourself going down a path. We talked about the man of God and the old prophet. If you didn't get a chance, go back and listen to our previous podcast and our previous Eat Up Mondays. Listen to what God says. I'm going to read it again. And I know I'm getting passionate about this, but man, I love you guys. And I've been in church a long time. And a lot of things changed for me over the years because things just didn't add up to me and I had to talk to the Lord I'm like listen a lot of this stuff is not adding up to me it's no way in the world that your your word is as strong as it is and as true as it is and these particular sermons have been being preached for years and nothing is changing this can't all be on the people this has to be something else going on here and a lot of times it's the preachers are preaching stuff that God is not saying they're giving us scriptures that don't mean what they say that they mean but once again verse 32 says behold I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. And this is why. We have to ask God to show us through his word and through his spirit how to weed out these individuals, because as long as we are attached to them, as long as we are believing them, as long as we are listening to them, we are not going to profit at all. It is not going to benefit us at all. So it is super important, guys, who you are listening to. Yes, God gave me a word for you today, and this is it. To be careful who you are listening to. Be careful who is telling you that they had a vision about you. They had a vision that God showed them. A dream that God showed them. A word that God gave them for you. Because if you are not careful, a lot of times it is only going to be something that is going to benefit them in the end, whether that's get you to, to begin to do a whole bunch of stuff for them that God may not have wanted you to do, or to just make themselves look a lot mightier than they are. A lot of times there's some type of motive or obviously make more money or have more money. A lot of times there's an obvious motive to it but sometimes it's not obvious to us because we are, have already cut God out we have already cut off that opportunity that we have to acknowledge him and what's being said to us because we are allowing our desires to discern what they're saying we're allowing our desires just like Eve we talked about this in the garden when he said listen God does know the day that you eat of it you're going to be like God's he you know what I mean he he was let he was basically you know speaking to what Eve had already had in her heart she probably was looking at the tree like man why God don't want us to eat from that tree it's got to be something about it that he not telling us that's how he came at her he like yo he know that when you eat from this tree you're going to be like God's you know you're going to be living a life that you never 
ever dreamed you could live. That's exactly how these false prophets and false teachers come speaking. They come making you think that there's something that you are missing out on and you don't realize that you already have everything. Why? Because you have him and you have his word. He is the word and you already have everything. And if you just stick with the word, if you just be content in him and allow him to lead and guide you, all of the things he planned for you to have on this earth, whether that's monetary, whether that's naturally, whether that's spiritually, whatever, you will have those things. And the beautiful thing about it is that when the Lord blesses, he adds no sorrow. So when you have those things, you'll have them in peace. You won't be worried about it. You won't be stressing, you know, scared. Somebody going to take it from you. None of those things. You will be at peace. But I'm here to tell you guys this situation with these false prophets and false teachers, false words, false visions, false dreams is only going to get worse. And they're going to continue to draw many away from the Lord. So we have to really go before the Lord when we are listening to something and we're, we're saying like, man, that, that that's heavy. We need to go before the Lord and say, Lord, help me to discern this. Is this true? How should I take this? You know, how should I feel about this? What say you about this, Lord? And then God will reveal to us what it is we need to know. But listen, guys, know that I love you. I just wanted to encourage you guys again. And we're going to stay on this because there's many people that are caught up with these individuals that they're looking up to. They're idolizing. They think they, they think that these individuals are so deep and so important because they're flashing their little money and their, their, their cars and their houses in front of them, making them think that that's where the blessing is. And that's not where the blessing is. The blessing is having his Holy spirit residing in you. The blessing is to be able to communicate with God one-on-one to be able to read his word and be able to understand what his word is saying. That's what the true blessing is. But once again, I'm, I'm ready to go into something else, guys, but know that I love you. Thank you for hanging in there if you were able to hang in and know that God loves you. Once again, I love you. I just want to see you experience God in the way that God wants you to experience him. I want you to do the things that God desires for you to do. Not not what Satan is telling us that we should be desiring to do, but what God desires us to do. Because when we fulfill our purpose, there's no greater joy than that. Love you guys. Till the next time we hop on the podcast together. Shalom.